Hey Sudbury, Dave Kurt, broker of record with Lake City Realty, coming at you with another episode of Selling the Rock, Sudbury's real estate podcast. Man, oh man, we've got Thanksgiving weekend upon us. I'm so excited. And not just is it Thanksgiving weekend, it's the first Thanksgiving weekend that we've been able to gather around and have family and friends and everybody that we haven't been able to visit with in so long uh, around a dinner table. So I know I'm super excited for one. We've got some family coming up that we haven't seen in a while and uh, just such a fun thought that we're back to some version of normal. I know we're not uh, over the hump quite yet, but the idea that you know we're, we're seeing more and more vaccinations all the time Things are opening up. I just feel I'm just such an optimistic person. I'm I'm feeling very very uh, incredible going into this weekend. Uh, it is going to be a busy weekend around the house. I know we're trying not to. I'm trying to, to work as little as I can, but we're going to be focused on some uh, between the the arena, which we'll be at a few times with all three of our little boys, uh, and then taking the boats out of the lake and all the other fun stuff. Maybe doing a little bit of raking, all that uh, that stuff that comes with uh, the Thanksgiving weekend uh, as we shift from fall mode into winter mode of our homes. Uh, Sudbury housing market's been interesting over the last seven days. In the last seven days, we saw 50 sales, and that's compared to 43 sales uh, a week ago. Conditional deals or pending deals, which is a snapshot in time in the marketplace at any given uh, moment, only eight, and I'll talk about that under my five bullets there. Uh, last week was 16, but 38 of those 50 sales happened in multiple offers, which is, you know, like 70, 72%. Like that's a big, big, that's a lot of deals that are happening in multiple offers and quite a big jump over last week. With those 50 sales, we only saw 47 new listings to replace them. So we saw we actually reduced our product this this weekend, or the, the the total inventory in the marketplace. And last week there was 137 available homes, or those red dots on Realtor.ca. When I specifically talk about the Sudbury marketplace, and this week we're down to 135. So my five takeaways, and just as predicted this week, uh, the market continues to peak. What I'm seeing is that buyers are feeling like are feasting out there, uh, getting ready for this winter hibernation, which I think will be coming. And when I think we talk about a winter hibernation, it's just the number and the volume is going to slow down. Prices are still going to be strong, but sales continue to climb this week, and we're up almost 20% over last week. And at the same time, new listings dropped, and I was actually surprised by that. I actually thought we'd see new listings continue to to peak for the next uh, few weeks as uh, sellers try to take that last opportunity before the winter market. The biggest drop I saw was the number of conditional deals going down to eight. We haven't seen a single digits in that category since Valentine's Day way back in February, which is crazy. And again, going to back to what, why I made my predictions was based on the, assu the assumption that buyers are making one last push before they're faced with a moving date in the middle of a snowstorm. It may look at nice outside and enjoy the sunny fall weather we're having today, but we're only four to six weeks away from slush, snow, and Canada Goose Park season. Takeaway two for the week. I usually go through the sales to group out any of the sold places that were listed in the last seven days. And as I did that, I have to do this actually manually, which is a lot of work, but I, I like to do it because I, <coughs> I want my numbers to be accurate. Sorry, just choking on a meatball. Not uh, not COVID, I swear. Um, so... I took a I took a look and when I pulled the, the numbers out this week we saw nine of the forty seven or nine of the uh, the fifty sales happen in the last few days. Um, 
but uh, in the last seven days, but which isn't a big percent. But then I, I noticed that there was a bunch of sales that happened just beyond that seven day period, which was late September. So I went back and I counted the number of sales in the last, like since September 20th, so about two and a half weeks. And some of these were reported sale like maybe six or seven days ago too. So you're looking at maybe like two weeks or less on the market in general. And like 43 out of the 50 homes were, are, were, were sold in the last basically two weeks, which is shocking. I was really, really taken back by that number. And what that means is that like what I think is happening is if you're a new listing, you got all the eyeballs, all the attention, all the focus on you. Now, what happens if you're a seller that's finding themselves sitting on the market beyond two week mark? You could be a seller that's in trouble. So as good as the market can be, whether you're priced right, whether you're priced wrong, whatever that case is, hopefully you're, you, you've got two weeks to really sell your house or you're going to be in trouble um, going down the line there. Takeaway three for the week. We had two listings this last week that our sold, sellers sold in bully offers. And I don't know if I've taken the time to explain what a bully offer is to you guys. So I want to take a minute and explain what it is and why that could be a good thing or a good tool for a seller to use. <coughs> When a seller chooses to list their home with a future offer date, they should be having a conversation with their agent about what would happen if a buyer was so excited to bring what I like to call a twist my arm type offer before the offer date. It's my thought that most of these agents aren't having these conversations with, with sellers and they're just saying, no, we're going to hold off offers for five days or a week or whatever that looks like. So what, what happens if a buyer shows that house and they are so excited to bring an offer and they said, I don't want to wait for your offer date. I'm going to give you $100,000 or plus that over their asking price today. No conditions, but I'm only going to give you a day to think it over. And that day is, is not going to be like your timeline is not going to line up with your offer date. This is the, the, the buyers are trying to take a little bit of power back in this case here. As of now, a lot of agents aren't even taking the time to present the offers to their clients. They're just refusing them and say, bring the offer on the future date that we have. Well... What happens if that date comes around and they don't have the activity they were hoping for? I've been there. I've been at the table when we've had a lot of great interest. We've had multiple people do pre-inspections. I've been told by three or four agents, yeah, my clients are going to write, my clients are going to write. Then offer date comes and crickets. Bully offers or preemptive offers, if you want to be kind about them and call them something nice, are a tool that in my opinion should be embraced by sellers and not overlooked. It's not a great strategy for everybody. And if you're in intentionally pricing your house low and expecting $100,000 over asking price, probably not a strategy for you. But if you're pricing towards the top of the, the, the marketplace, there's nothing wrong with being open to the idea of reviewing a bully offer and then deciding if it's something you want to deal with. It makes our job as a listing agent a little bit more difficult. But at the end of the day, our job as a listing agent should be to get the most money for our clients. And if this is a tool that can help us do that, we should be open to it. Takeaway four for the week. The city of Sudbury continues to dispose of some of the homes that they've got in their portfolio as part of the Sudbury, the Greater Sudbury Housing Corporation. Basically, this is their portfolio of geared to income housings that they've been renting out to people. They've indicated that they've got a list of approximately 50 homes that they're selling off. And some of the rationale that they've been given is that they're trying to divest of larger units and refocus on investments into smaller two bedrooms or, or one bedroom apartments. This is where apparently they're getting a lot higher the demand. And I've been told by some people in the know that some of these houses have been sat vacant for years, which I was shocked to hear. 
all the homes, it's it's crazy that every single one of these homes that's hit the market is being listed in that 220 to 239 range. So like super, super low, undervalued. But buyers see these and they, they get super excited. And they're like, can I buy that house in New Sudbury for that price? But realize that again, it's not just what houses are listed at, it's what they're selling at. And every one of these is selling in that 330-ish and plus price range. It's interesting on a few notes, but the first is to see the Sudbury switch their focus from an, on their investment portfolio, but also the idea that they've got so much real estate that's sitting vacant and neglect for so long is just such a, a, an interesting and, and foreign concept, especially when we hear of how much demand there is on, on geared to income housing. They're smart with their divestment strategy, though. I got to give it to them there, where they're selling off typically one home every time at a time. It's one every four or five days, uh, so they don't want to flood the market all at once. These homes are typically seeing about four to six offers for them on them as well. There was one early on that I think people were just expecting them all to sell at 330 that sold around 280. So actually that one went for a deal. But since then, we've seen every one of these these places get listed at that 230, 220 price range and sell for that 330-ish price point. That was until this week. We haven't even see, seen what they, the, the deal came in at. It was just a, a deal that was accepted last night. But typically we're seeing four to six offers on these places. This one last night had over 10 offers on it. I don't know if this is a sign of the demand for winter projects for contractors who like to keep their crews busy in the down season, is if that's kind of the the reason for the peak, or if we're just seeing momentum gain for those renova renovation projects in general. I'll keep my eye on the city's divestment strategy and I'll let you know if I see any other trends coming out though. Takeaway five from the week. Where does the market go from here? I chatted with one of my teammates this week. We always try to have uh, unofficial talks, and that's what's so great to be back to the office and being able to have those water cooler uh, conversations. He picked up a few investment places just in the last few weeks. And I'm, if I'm telling you I'm bullish on the subway marketplace, he's like Grant Cardone 10 time, 10xing uh, optimist, his optimism. We were chatting about places that were selling five years ago, and we were reviewing the values, and we're like, man, look at those opportunities that were there. And honestly, I really think that we're going to be five years out from now, looking back and, and being shocked with the opportunity and the deals that could have been had in this current interest rate, in, in, in this current marketplace. The fuel for this is going to be continued low interest rates. And just a reminder that the governments are artificially suppressing these rates to make it more attractive for people to be buying houses. There's the new policy coming that's encouraging first time home buyers, specifically that new first time home buyer account we talked about last week. The continued house lust that's just swept across the, all of Canada, where people are looking to enjoy where they live, and they continue to define what this new hybrid work from home, and yet still go to the office two or three days a week, what that looks like. But that just makes Sudbury such an attractive place. But the icing on the cake will be when the world actually starts to open up for immigration again. I think Sudbury is so well poised to be an extremely attractive place to welcome new immigrants, which will continue to expand our population, make us stronger as a city, and that all leads to exciting times ahead for Sudbury. Well, thanks for tuning in, Sudbury. Excited for my Thanksgiving weekend coming up. I hope that you and your family are going to be enjoying your Thanksgiving weekend as well, and excited to connect with you and chat next week. Until then, we'll talk to you later.